His name is Cameron Bagri. He's an independent economist. Cameron, I'm surprised you're not in Beijing. Did you not get the invitation from Chippy to tag along? Oh, I'm, I'm not in that sort of club. Uh, sorry, Jamie. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm not on the plane, and it's probably probably a good thing, because what did that plane trip cost? you take sort of 21 hours, and then, of course, you got the uncertainty in regards to whether you're going to get back. <laughs> but, mind you, there, there is a second plane there, so... Hopefully they will get back. Yeah, I had to laugh the irony of having a second plane uh, in case the first one broke down. What happens if the first one broke down in mid-air? We don't even want to go there. Look, the economy's a bit broken at the moment, Cameron. I see unemployment's rising in my home province of Southland. Sad, tragic really. 220 jobs gone at H&J Smith's, which is an iconic business in the Deep South. It's just a sign of the times, tough times. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome to the big reset. You know, I'm not calling it a recession because I don't think that term is useful, but we've been in an abnormal period. We've been in la-la land where we just sort of dosed the economy up on sort of sugar uh, steroids, and now reality is starting to sink in because the penance is about to be paid because in order to get, a, get on top of inflation, you need to go through a period of weak growth, and that weak growth is going to see unemployment rise. And we're starting to see it within the job seeker, not, not job seeker, the weekly benefit statistics. So they're now starting to move up at an average for the past five weeks of around 600 per week. Uh, we've seen a pretty big movement in the number of people on a benefit up in the likes of Gisborne. And that will be related to you know, Cyclone Gabrielle and other various things, what's going on across horticulture. But yeah, starting to see a lot of stories coming through in regard to layoffs, middle layer management. You know, odds are a lot of those people have got pretty big mortgages on the other side. But there's a there's a cycle that's turning here, and the cycle is the job cycle. Mind you, I'm still you know, wandering around, and to see some sectors are still out there crying for stuff. As mean-spirited as this sounds, Cameron, and I'll get wrapped over the knuckles probably for saying it, a little bit of unemployment is not necessarily a bad thing. Makes people a bit hungrier uh, to work because we've been in the situation of record low unemployment. Anyone who wants a job has a job. I don't think the incentive has been there for enough people to get off their backsides and have a job rather than do nothing. And it's all about the productive sector not being very productive. Yeah, and this is this is not just about you know, one outcome being higher unemployment. Look. When you have generally good times, you become a little bit more lazy, complacent. And what we're seeing coming back into corporates' businesses is a lot more of a focus on costs because, yeah, the revenue line is still holding up okay. What's absolutely throttling businesses and households at the moment is the cost line. And inflation is ruthless. It's that big thief that just turns up and steals all your money, or suddenly turns you making from profits, you're turning into losses. And we know. The government tax take has turned really aggressively in the month of April. Why? Lower terminal tax, lower provisional tax you know, going forward. So all the chickens are coming home to roost. And it's not just the unemployment rate. We're going to start to see some nasty side effects. And I wonder about where that's going to go into crime. But you know, the big reset is happening across the board. It's corporates. It's universities. It's the education system. You know, we're in sort of what's called popcorn season, where more and more things are starting to pop and just tell us that we've been decidedly off course. And this is where I talk about the big reset. And the resets, ironically, offer opportunities on the other side as well. So, you know, 
typical economist, I'm sort of looking forward to the next sort of couple of years because I think we need to, to reset. You know, we need to go back to this more normal environment. The problem is big parts of society have been too used or conditioned to that abnormal environment. Cameron Bagri with us, independent economist. Cameron, I picked up on something I think you said in the Farmers Weekly this week, that you'd rather be a farmer than a property developer in Auckland. Talk to me about the prospects, profit-wise, income-wise, for farming over the next, I don't know, 12 to 18 months, through to the end of 2024. Well, we're starting to see the income lines coming under a fair bit of pressure, obviously because we're starting to see commodity prices come down. The, the offset to that is... Yeah, the New Zealand dollar is trading in a lower zone, and I think that lower New Zealand dollar is going to persist for a number of years. Uh, so we've just got to get through this commodity price cycle on the other side. But the biggest story here is just the expense line, and the expense line has just been absolutely out of control. And what we're going to see over the next sort of 12, 24, 36 months is a ruthless obsession across the business sector, across the farming community, with getting back to profitability, and that's called you know, stripping the guts out of costs. If things don't add to the bottom line, you get rid of it. Now, there is you know, a limit as to how far you can push that, but you know, what we tend to see historically is that you know, farmers tend to be pretty good at finding ways of, of saving money and driving a, a fair bit more productivity. And I guess that's just one of those things that we've, we've sort of lost you know, track of over the few years because things have been pretty good. You know, tough a time, bring a bit more of a need for an adjustment particularly in regard to cost management on the other side. Ultimately, when there's a downturn in farming, and I know this from previous experience, the big losers aren't necessarily the farmers, Cameron. It's the suppliers. It's the downstream businesses. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's when you, you, you tighten the belt. And, you know, farmers, when they sort of bring out the checkbook and they buy the big sort of tractor, well, that's, that's fine and dandy, but it, it cuts both ways. And what we're going to see is that, yeah, obviously, in this inflationary environment, we tend to talk about yeah, the inflation derivative in regard to impacting households. But there's another inflation derivative out there, and it's input costs hitting firms' farmer margins. Yeah, your margins take a bit of a hit. That goes straight to the bottom line. If the bottom line takes a hit, well, people are paying less tax. And what we're seeing at the moment is a lot less tax in the company and other tax arena that's flying into the government. So guess what, Jamie, our ideology has now been checked by economic reality. It's called killing the golden goose, I think. Cameron Bagri, independent economist, always good to chat on the country. Thank you, Jamie. See you, mate.